Brand new to 91.9 CFM. It's your feel-good drive home with Ellie and Taz. Hi, podcasters. For those keen listeners who were listening yesterday. Yeah. You're back, Tazzy. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I went, apparently, I went home early yesterday. Did I? No, you didn't at all. We just forgot, like... I, I stayed back to do the podcast and then realised, oh, God, after you'd gone, we didn't actually record a podcast intro. Oh, well, so here we are. Hey, potties, I'm back. I'm We're back. downing a ginger beer. Hey. Hey. Look, Tazzy's getting loose on you're, a Friday. You're not allowed to drink uh, while doing a radio show. No one says anything about a podcast. So true. Um, you're going out for dinner after this. Yeah, are sure Are you going to have more frothies? No, because be I'm driving. I'm driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is just a nice dinner because uh, my partner's going away for a hens. Oh. She's going. Actually, this is not. It's not a wild hens. There's not going to be you know strippers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's very much. They're going to a day spa. It's about eight or nine of them. Mm-hmm. They're having just a eight hour pamper, and then they're going to a, the fanciest Italian restaurant apparently in Brisbane. Beautiful. And then she's coming home at like nine, ten o'clock that night. And I'm thinking, what a day. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah. Wait, can I come along? Are they getting? Getting a little mini bus oh, down. Oh, you're as well. <laughs> My seltzer just came up a little bit. Um, are they getting a little mini bus? No, they're not. I, well, I don't think so. Oh, mini buses are so fun. Apparently, they're quite close together. There's a bit of a day spa hotel booked, and yeah. So Beautiful. it's going to be a good day. Beautiful. Very jealous. I'm just going to be sitting at home yeah. sweating my ass off on the sunny coast. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, all right. Enjoy today's podcast. We'll be back to do it all again mm. next week. It's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home. All right. There's an Instagram page. Got a couple of mill followers. They post a whole heap of funny stuff, but they've asked their followers. The, the page is called Puberty. They've asked their followers for a list of professions that they would never date. Mm. A top 10 professions, undateable professions. Undateable. Mm. So sorry in advance if these are you. Yeah, this is going to be quite a few. And I don't agree with most of them. Don't think this is my list by any stretch of the means. This is the internet say. Number 10. Yep. Influencer. Oh, I mean, there's perks that come with dating an influencer. Like you get free stuff. Yeah, you do. They have they get so much sent to them. They have to give it to somebody. So they may as well give it to their partner. Um, Nine. Football player. Oh. You love an AFL player. If I could have a football player who I knew was going to be trustworthy and a good partner, because oh, I yeah. feel like the two don't necessarily always go hand in hand, mm. then I'd be so fine with it. Number eight, uh, psychologist. Because oh, they analyse you all the time. Yeah. Oh, you... But they'd know some techniques to stop my crazy. <laughs> be great. I don't think any psychologist in the world wants that job. <laughs> uh, number seven, gynecologist. Oh, yeah, that's fair. So the other way, you know, problem with the head and then the other <laughs> way. Uh, number six, truck driver, which I thought was a little harsh. Oh, because they're away a lot, maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's fine. Number five, I don't agree with at all, firefighters slash police. I get that because there's an element of risk associated, so you'd yeah. be worried that they're not going to come home from their shift, also shift work. There's a fireman calendar, though. Yeah. Come on. It shouldn't I mean, be number five of most undateable professions. <laughs> Looks on everything, Taz. Okay, I don't want to be worried that my partner's not going to come home. Okay, but also shout out to all the firemen. And you also don't want a partner that's hotter than you. I don't. Yeah, that's true. But you I've got to. one, so I'm <laughs> screwed. <laughs> Number four, pilot. Again, I thought these were sexy professions. Away too much. Can't be home to help with the kids. Okay. Number three. This is kind of the opposite. I kind of agree. well, no. lawyer. Ah, uh, they work really long hours. My dad was a lawyer growing up. You wouldn't be able to win an argument. Nah, actually, because my dad and my brother are both lawyers yeah. and they're pushovers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, number two is uh, the military, which, again, working away seems to be a big problem. Yeah, and the risk thing. Yep, and number one, you know, working away and the risk thing are only fans. 
Can I take the army guy back now, please? <laughs> it's your feel-good drive home with Ellie and Taz. On 91.9 CFM. If you were listening a few days ago around this time, we had Big Boss Benny on the show uh, because there's a dude who writes for Pedestrian TV, which is a really good news website. I really like it. And he's written a book on star signs. And we spoke the other day about You lost how... all your credibility because they just went, oh, all these news articles, and then you said he writes an article on star signs. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> You've lost all your credibility. Anyway. Well, it worked the other day because he had put out a list of um, how to charm someone depending mm-hmm. on your horoscope, your, what is it, star, star sign, sign, and on theirs. Yeah. And so we, we tested out the theory. I hit on Big Boss Benny, Big Boss Benny hit on you, and we, we tested it out. It kind of worked. Yeah. Well, now he's released a list of how to break up with someone based on their star sign. Here we go. So let's say you and I are dating. We have to break up with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm an Aquarius. You're a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I'm sure there are people that know star signs out there going, oh, those two would never work. Yeah. Well, actually, my partner is an Aquarius as well. Is so he? we better work. Okay. Well, look, I'm going to break up with you based on the fact that you're a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I've just read the little blurb here. Yeah, what does it tell you to do? How does it tell you <clears> to treat me? It's a, Okay, given that Scorpios are high-key psychic mm-hmm. and have read your mind and your texts already... I do not read texts! They will have seen it coming. They'll go, they will come to the conversation armed with a master manipulation tactic to try and get you to change your mind. This sounds scary. I wouldn't Every- want to break up with a, with a Scorpio. Everything that's always written about Scorpios mm. makes us out to be psychos. How a Scorpio will break up with you. Prepare to be totally blindsided. Oh. Scorpios will not let you in on the fact that your relationship is on shaky ground. Super secretive sign hides their true feelings behind their smiles, so you'll have no idea what's going on until you're out on the curb. Do you think that sounds like me? You, okay, this would be you trying to break up with somebody. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry. You'd, you'd apologise off the bat. <laughs> sorry. Um, you know the relationship and stuff that we have? <laughs> Which I love, right? I love it. All of the relationship. I'm just... I mean, I don't know about you. Are you feeling, are you feeling like maybe you'd like to break up with me? Because, are you feeling like maybe that would be something that you'd like to do? Because, I mean, I'd be fine with it. If you came for it, then I would. If that's exactly, you know, maybe what you were thinking. You have absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Nothing like the description that the Scorpio was given, but you have no, that is exactly how I would break up with someone. Well, let's look at you. Mm. Um, how to break up with an Aquarius. Do you want to break up with me? Yeah, yeah, I want to break up with you. Okay. Um, you desire more than anything on earth. Freedom, true freedom. Yep. You only got into a relationship with me because something about me intrigued you. Yeah, and I found out it, there was there was nothing actually below the surface. <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point, you probably realised nothing intrigues me, you, like the idea of freedom and your aloof, my aloofness has right. inevitably yep. gotten on my, your nerves. <laughs> 100%. You know what? That's the number one gripe I have with this show. At the end of the year, I sat down with the boss. They went, what do you think, Ellie Cheney? Too aloof too for aloof, me. Too aloof. <laughs> well, apparently I should pitch it as if I'm doing it for you. So exactly Ooh. what you just did to me. Oh, my oh. gosh. You have to put your foot down in a breakup. You can't come in and go, oh, 
if you want to, like, maybe we'd be some good friends. <laughs> you can't do that. You've well, then apparently you're the wrong star sign, buddy. Rip the, bra- rip the Band-Aid right off. Let's swap. I'll be an Aquarius, you be a Scorpio. Done. Boom, we're done. On 91.9 CFM, it's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home. I want to talk about Novak in particular at the moment, though. He's in Melbourne for the Australian Open, doing quite well, as he always does. Um, the Joker has said something pretty particular about a tree. It is true. There's there's one particular tree that I've been uh, having special relationship with, so to say, in the last fifteen years. Hey, oh, special no relationship. Back. Hello. Yeah, it's in a press conference, and they said, "Hey, is there any truth to the rumor that you love a tree in Melbourne Botanic Gardens?" Yeah, apparently he goes there to meditate, and I don't know what else he's doing. Well, with a special relationship. He apparently has some favorite features. I got connected with that tree. I just liked it, and. I liked its roots and the trunk and branches and everything, so I started climbing it years ago, and that's it. I have a connection. I can't not laugh. I was trying to hold it together. No, but I mean, English is the second language. Absolutely. We can't. We can't be laughing at him. Can we hear that second bit again, though? Absolutely. I liked its roots and the trunk and branches and everything, so I started climbing it years ago, and. That's it. I have a connection. <sighs> Out of the gutter, Taz. Um, so we're asking the question this afternoon. What inanimate object do you have a special relationship with? Not in the creepy kind where we're making out with the saxophone. <laughs> this isn't what we kind of the calls Absolutely we want. Not. No, no, no. We would just want what inanimate object it just means so much to you. Yeah. What's got that special meaning? Maybe it was passed down to you. Maybe it's, it's some sort of lucky item. What's that inanimate object that you have a special relationship yeah, with? Yeah, and it doesn't even have to have, like, sentimental value or anything. Like, for me, mm. it would be... Oh, no. It would be the breakfast sandwich I make in the mornings. Oh. Honestly, I just, I, like, hold it in my hands and I just look at it. I'm like, God, you're good... Sunny Coast, this is not the kind of story we want from you, okay? <laughs> we don't want you flirting with your sandwiches. Hi, Krista. Have you got a, an object in your life that just means a little bit more to you than your other objects? I do. <laughs> I have a small pillow yeah. that I've had forever that is always cold. So oh. it's the best pillow because I like my face cold yep. to sleep. Yeah. And this pillow is forever cold. I don't know why, but it's always cold. So it's just the best thing to sleep with. So is it not a special, like, cold pillow? It's just... No, it actually was a mattress as a bassinet mattress. Okay. That has just kind of shrunk in size over the years. (laughs) And now is the size of, like, a dinner plate. (laughs) (laughs) It's just cold all the time. How old is this thing, Krista? Oh, you do not want to know. Oh. No, absolutely. That's why it's cold. No, it's like old and dead. <laughs> yeah. Krista, um, do you sleep in your bed alone? <laughs> well, do you count animals? Um, like pets? Yeah, yeah. I'll count. I'll count pets. No, 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 I'm never alone. Okay, all right. And would you say that the, the pillow is your favourite thing that you sleep in the bed with? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> the dogs move away when the pillow comes out, am I right? It's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home. Now, Tazzy, this story just keeps on giving. How exciting is this? Earlier in the week, uh, we spoke on this show yeah. about a Facebook post on the Cloundry Community Board mm. that had gone a bit viral and had been picked up by a few news outlets about a potentially flesh-eating fish at Bullcock Beach. Yeah, if you're a fan of our Instagram, you will have seen the video. We went down there. We tried to find this thing. 
We couldn't find anything. However, we have the original you Denise. Did toe in the water? Well, oh, 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 I Denise did. Is <laughs> Hello, Denise. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Best way to catch a fish. Yes. Now, Denise, you were the one who wrote the Facebook post in the first place, mm. so you are the victim of what we're calling the Bullcock Beach Beast. Yes, yes. What happened? Well, I um, actually just the night before, I had um, felt something on the side of my leg, which I couldn't see properly, and I said to my girls, what's that? And it just looked like a little bit of skin scraped back, but there's really no cut or exposed flesh. However, Christmas Day, we popped into the water at Bullcock Beach, yeah. um, my three adult children and I, and then wham, this thing whacked me on the leg. <gasps> and um, it really hurt. It was a, it wasn't just a nibble, it was a yeah. brunt. And um, then while we were talking about what on earth it was, it did it again. So then the girl said, look, you've probably he's probably cut the skin, he should probably get out of this. So we started to head out. We were probably about chest deep. And um, it got me again, but right on that spot. Yeah. Right on that very spot. And uh, then one of the girls said, hurry up, Mum, it's chasing me. Oh, no. Could you see anything chasing you, Denise? Well, I couldn't, but the girls could. The general opinion seems to be that it was um, a trigger fish. Denise, you've lived to tell the tale. How are you doing now? Oh, good, fine. I just put a bit of betadine on it when I got home and it's fine. But somebody also sent me Mm. a news clip from ABC in Western Australia Mm. and apparently this in Cottesloe Beach people had been bitten and somebody, when I saw it referred to as flesh-eating, I thought there's a bit of poetic licence there. (laughs) But apparently at Cottesloe, somebody lost a bit of their finger and and somebody else lost a bit of their toe. (gasps) I was swimming at Cottesloe Beach a few weeks ago and I I, I was in the firing line and I've been at Bullcock Beach too. Oh, maybe (gasps) are you the Bullcock Beach beast, Ellie? Am I? Or do they just not like my flesh? What's wrong with my flesh? (laughs) Well, I know I'm very tasty but um, (laughs) carrying it a bit too far. Yeah, take it as a compliment, Denise. Well, do you know, mm. we um, we went down to investigate mm. earlier in the week because we'd read your story and we thought we want to find this fish. Yep. And we sent Taz in and no sign of it. So maybe it is just that you're delicious, Denise. Of course. All, all the dogs lick my legs too. I must <laughs> be really tasty. And let me guess, mozzies love you as well. They do. There you go. What's <laughs> your secret? Are you rolling in salt and vinegar at night times or something, Denise? What are you doing? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. <laughs> no. A little bit of mystery. <laughs> have you found a little bit of fame's come your way since this story's gotten out? Because a few news outlets mm. have picked it out, Denise. Yeah, well, I don't know, but I'm surprised that I had to do that for it to be sort of put into the media or found out because a lot of people have been bitten. Yeah, right. And the, some of them said that they were treated by the lifeguards on Bullcock Beach. Oh, Conspiracy. So, being shushed from the rest of us. All right, well, we'll follow it up. We'll get to the bottom of this, Denise. Conspiracy no more, Denise. You've got us in your pocket. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks so much for joining us to tell your story. Lovely to chat to you. It's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home on 91.9 CFM. Now, the good thing about uh, having a radio show is you get to talk about what you want. Unfortunately, the bad thing is sometimes you have to share stories Mm. that you don't want to share. Oh, 
Are you, are you sharing something that you don't want to share? Yeah, I am. Okay? I am. And I'm talking to all the Tesla owners oh, of the sunny no. coast. Now, it's such a controversial topic. You either love them or you hate them, the Teslas. Yeah. Uh, there was a point where, like, Noosa was the highest Tesla per capita in the country. <laughs> I don't know why. They just love the Teslas in Noosa. <laughs> I love them. Since I was a kid, I've always wanted one. You have. And there's one, whenever you come pick me up from my house, which is always because you yeah. always drive and I ride an e-scooter, um, my neighbour's got a Tesla. And yeah. Every time you're like, oh, that Tesla. Who's the Tesla? Yeah. Can, uh, can I have a radio show with them, please? He parks it on the street and not in his garage. So I, I know. don't know when he charges oh, it. What's even worse? You see a P-plater with, on the Tesla. Go, yeah. Come on. That's not fair. Learn to drive in a crappy car like yes, everybody else, mate. Mazda Unos. So anyway, one day I'll own the Tesla. All right, sue me. However, right now in Chicago, overseas, Mm -hmm. Tesla owners are stuck without power. What do you mean? There's a problem with the Tesla chargers over there. Yeah. They're having issues charging because it's so cold. Oh, gee. The bitter cold in Chicago is leaving, quote, a bunch of dead robots, end quote. (gasps) Many Teslas won't charge (laughs) because it's too cold. Drivers are complaining the charging stations are not working in the bitter temperatures. Some people were even forced to abandon their vehicles. Oh, jeez. It's crazy. You can see all of these superchargers that people go. It's almost like the petrol station for electric cars. Mm. But it's just lineups of Tesla cars that can't charge. Yeah, right. They're stuck. They're dead in the water. They just have to wait till it gets warm. Unfortunately, I had a look at Chicago's weather. Mm. Uh, it's not getting any warmer anytime soon. The next week, it's going to chill at around negative 10 as the high. Oh, jeez. So they've got this cold snap going through. It's the worst cold snap in about 30 <laughs> years. It's just snowing for the next week. And yeah, it's not getting, it's not even getting into the positives for another five days. Well, if it's that cold, you're not wanting to leave your house anyway. You don't need your Tesla. You know, just get all your delivery. Don't go to work. Work from home. Just don't go to work. (laughs) Work for us during COVID, okay? I mean, it's not a problem we're going to have to deal with in Australia. It's not going to get that cold (laughs) here. What are you talking about? It's freezing outside today. I'm honestly, I'm rugging up. Actually, we did have a girl in promotions rugging up today. She was too cold in the aircon. I said, go stand outside for 0.2 of a second. That's disgusting. Well, does that mean our Teslas will charge faster because it's super hot here? I'm looking into it. I hope so. When you get one, find out. Oh, hold on. I'll I'll go ask my neighbour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's Ellie and Taz for the drive home. On 91.9 CFM. Hey, uh, Feck Up Fridays was a staple on this show for the last four years. We thought four years is a long time to do a segment. Let's throw that in the bin. (laughs) Change it ever so slightly, but completely rename it. Yeah. Yeah, so the point of that, Fake Up Fridays, was to show you all the moments we've gotten wrong this week and we thought, uh, you know, this year, maybe we just won't get things wrong as yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be consistently good this yeah. show. Maybe we'll just give you the highlights instead. Turns out we have no highlights <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're going to focus on the lowlights this week. <laughs> Here is the first edition of Ellie and Taz's Highlight Tapes. <laughs> week of 2024 for the Ellie and Taz show saw us kick things off with the same level of professionalism that we finished last year with. It's Ellie and Taz for the drive home. We'll be back, baby. Welcome to your Monday today. Monday morning. No, it's Monday afternoon. Yes. But don't worry, <laughs> the IQ level of the show lifted as the week went on. Blue, green, red, orange, yellow. Blue, green, red, orange, yellow. That's five. five, and you did it in about two seconds. Honestly, am I the smartest woman alive? <laughs> okay. 
Just checking. Gee, the bar is set very low <laughs> if five colours means that you're smarter than all women. <laughs> yep, that's right. Smarter than all women. But don't worry, Taz is obviously smarter than all men too. Just counting up some cold, hard cash. Nine, uh, nine, uh, 998. <laughs> Sorry, lost count there. You did not count very well. <laughs> 999. <laughs> we introduced a few new games for the year. And our week of game experimentation continues with the five-second game. Okay, we got okay, to get some fun openers or something. You so much <laughs> momentum up for that, and it was just... Dum, 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 dum. And tried to refresh some old ones. Hello, Abby from Viewer. Hello, Ellie and Taz. Welcome to our pump room. No. Just, Veto. Does it sound like that could be out of a horror movie? Yeah, like, or a lot of like different that. types of movies. Okay. <laughs> we welcomed back an old friend for 2024. I think it's time for you to leave mm-hmm. and E-Chain to come in. She's at the door at the moment. She's just banging on the door. Um, uh, she looks hey. just like you. Oh, see you, Ellie. What's up? I'm E-Chain. <laughs> see you, see you, Ellie. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right. Hey, hey, E-Chain. Oh, hey. Bye. Right. We... <laughs> and E-Chain took on local rapper Lil Mace in a freestyle rap-off about ice skating. I'm going ice skating. Please just don't be hating. Come as a rate and we're going ice skating. His was better. I ain't never gonna stop till I reach the top until I reach the sink. Kicking my rhythm, living my drink. No more gifted, know what it means. So I pick up the mic, put down the green. So I got confidence and self esteem. All I got is faith and I got faith dreaming. So I'm rolling, not skating. I'm trying to climb See? up the slide. He was good, right hey? Even though Taz couldn't remember his name. Lil Mass. Mass. No. Mace. Mace. Yeah, Mace. Mass. He's doing a church service, but a small <laughs> <No>. one. <laughs> a very small one. Four people. So join us next week for more fun and frivolity on the Ellie and Taz show or I'll just threaten you again like I did here. Don't turn your radios off, okay? I don't care if you're getting out of the car, you've gotten home. Yeah. Just stream us. No, just leave the car running. Well, that's Taz, that's bad for the environment, okay? Don't be... You're playing silly buggers again. You really are, You're right. I went too far. On 91.9 CFM, it's Ellie and Taz for the drive home. Caller of the week. Hello. With Ellie and Taz. For Sunshine and Sons, the coast spirit. Because our favourite part of the show is yep. talking to people every day, right? You guys, your stories, Sunny Coast, make this show, and especially this week, you've gone above and beyond. We've had some amazing ones. Yeah, in fact, we had a function here at work the other night, and I was chatting to a whole bunch of people, mm. and I found myself in, like, three different conversations telling, retelling listener stories that yes. have been told to me. Yeah. You know, someone's talking about, like, oh, they've got pregnant dogs, and so I'm telling this story, like, ah, oh, listener once called in and they had a pregnant dog. I've already spread Rod's story twice. <laughs> uh, he was the uh, American that called through, I think it was yesterday, day before, about spiders in your car yep. and how he was squirting hand sanitizer <laughs> at the spider as he was on the motorway. He's trying to drive at 100 yep. and also, like, shoot this a huntsman across his windscreen and he ends up breaking his windscreen. It was, anyway, it was craziness, craziness. Yeah, so your story has become part of our personalities. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and we do have to say a big thank you to the team at Sunshine and Sons as well because they've jumped on board to sponsor this segment each week and uh, they create delicious products, gin, vodka, rum, the whole shebang. Now, if you were listening on Monday, you would have heard us with the phone topic, what was something that was weird that got stolen? In fact, we didn't even, remember we didn't even mean it to be a phone topic. We were just like, well, tell a story about a drive, a woman's driveway who got stolen. That's right. And then Bo from Watala called us with this story. It's quite weird, but uh, we woke up one um, Father's Day 
and uh, someone decided to get their dad a uh, second-hand uh, creepy crawly from our pool. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, a great, great wake-up. Wow. Literally stole our creepy crawly. What? Are you sure the creepy crawly didn't um, try and crawl away? Because my yeah. partner no, is terrified of them, and she thinks that we had an eleven and a half meter pool, so there was eleven and a half meter of, of hose as well. Oh, you yeah, think that they right. went after? Do you think it was an inside job, Bo? Somebody you'd invited round for maybe a Christmas party or something, and they've seen the, the extremely long creepy crawly and gone, "Yeah, that'll look good in my pool." Possibly the four houses down in the two-story house. Oh, you know who oh, it is. Oh, he does. <laughs> Bo's got his eye on someone. Straight to jail. <laughs> All right, Bo. Uh, we'll, we'll chat off air. You give me that address and we'll go around and we'll sort them out. We'll yeah. get that creepy crawly back to you, mate. Don't worry about five that. foot one of Ellie will yeah. really... <laughs> the creepy crawly's longer than you. Hey, Bo from Watala. Look, we just felt so bad about your creepy crawly disappearing. Mm. Uh, we've yeah. decided that you are our caller of the week, Con- buddy. Congratulations, mate. <laughs> oh, awesome. Sick. <laughs> So, so instead of having a clean pool, you're going to have a mouth that's filled no, with terrible. a bottle of gin or vodka from Sunshine Sauce. Terrible. Does that, was that oh, not a good awesome. segue? <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of drinky poo this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Why not, hey? 100%. It's all thanks yeah. to Sunshine and Suns, the co-spirit, but I don't think they would have liked your little segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even the guys at Sunshine and Suns didn't like that. Fill your mouth with some sunshine and sun. Yeah, you're right. Congratulations, Bo. I can't wait. Are you a gin person thanks, or a, a vodka person, Bo? Um, I'm going to go gin, actually. Um, vodka one shot will make this for you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, well, it's GNT weather, so enjoy, my friend, and thanks for your call. Thank you very much, guys. Enjoy no your weekend. No worries at all. Hey, our caller of the week will be up for grabs again next week, Sunny Coast, so please call us at any time and tell us your stories. We love to hear from you. On 91.9 CFM, it's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home.